You're listening to Front Foot, a podcast brought to you by The Core. My name is Joshua Thomas, producer on the show and executive producer for podcasts at The Core. This show features my conversations with Ayaz Memon, renowned sports journalist, columnist and author who has been covering cricket for over 44 years. On today's episode, I talked to Ayaz about the 1983 Cricket World Cup final, India versus West Indies. that took place at Lords on June 25th 1983 and particularly what turned the tide in our favor Hi Ayaz so today we're going to be talking about the 1983 cricket world cup final and we'll also be covering the previous two matches where India faced off with the West Indies in this world cup so first let's talk about the West Indies and Vivian Richards specifically because When I was looking at the scorecards or at least from the what I was getting from what I was reading the West Indies performance seemed to hinge completely on Vivian Richards in the sense because like in those matches that we faced against them where we won it was after Richards got a uh, Vivian Richards was got out that it sort of turned the tide in our favor is that true is is that a fair assessment that's that's uh, actually quite true because by that time by 1983 Viv Richards was widely acknowledged or universally acknowledged as the game's best batsman he was a very aggressive batsman he could beat opponents or opposing attacks into submission by the sheer force not just of his strokes but also of his personality his presence in the middle generally had a very demoralizing effect on on bowlers and fielders and the opposing teams especially if he stayed long enough so what you say is absolutely right now what happened in the 83 world cup joshua is that india played west indies thrice we played them first in the opening match which we actually won and there too we'll find that viv richards didn't play such a major knock so that kind of you know swung the match in india's favor then there's the second match which we played against them against west indies which was at the oval approaching the middle of the tournament in which we got smashed we got hammered we lost that match very badly and in that match viv richards made a century and then we come to the final of course which you're going to talk about in some detail where he was on the rampage again chasing a small target india had made only 183 viv richards on the rampage 33 runs coming in double quick time and then he gets dismissed and then after that the west indies collapse they stumble they slump and india win the final and you know virtually turn the cricket world upside down but viv richards's wicket becomes such a crucial factor if you look at the first match the second match and the third match so when viv richards is on the crease which bowlers are selected to kind of you know take him on that's a that's a big question you know if you ask the bowlers they might tell you that you know don't don't count on me take somebody else to bowl because that was the kind of effect or impact he had on the game but more seriously i think you have to trust your bowlers whichever the captain i mean kapil dev was the captain in that tournament you can't take the field with a mindset a defeatist mindset that good lord now wave richards is there batting who do i bowl because they any bowler will get hammered and if if that's the sentiment in the captain or the leadership group in the in the team before before the match on the field then the, you know the poor bowler will be so kind of low and in the dumps that he is unlikely to bowl well so just to give you an example and the final is a classic example of that that viv richards is on the rampage west indies have lost gordon greenidge another terrific batsman attacking batsman early to balwinder singh sandhu and then viv richards come out of from 33 runs he's got seven boundaries in the 33 runs 
and he's been going hammer and tongs at Madanlal. Madanlal is a you know is a fast medium in his, in his younger days he was a, you could see he was a fast medium bowler, skillful but not really threatening. He didn't have the express pace of a Malcolm Marshall or a Mike Holding or a Joel Garner or an Andy Roberts. The velocity at which he bowled was not in that in that group. But what he had was a big heart. He was willing to take punishment. And what happened in this match, in the final against West Indies, is that Kapil Dev, the captain, decided that he'll take him out of you know out of the attack because Viv Richards was scoring runs at breakneck speed and the match would have been over in double quick time. So he said, let me just remove him from the line of attack. Let, let me remove Madanlal, bring somebody else. Not that, you know, the others had fared any better till then. Viv Richards was just in his pomp and in his element till that time. But Madanlal implored his captain. He says, you know, and he's spoken about it subsequently, even then after the match, subsequently. Every time that World Cup finals are recounted, there are two dismissals which always, you know, become talking points. One is Gordon Greenwich's dismissal to Balbinder Sandhu, where he lets, you know, he lets the ball go. He believes that the ball will go outside of the stumps, but the ball ducks back in and bowls him. So that was a major breakthrough early. And the other is Madanlal getting Viv Richards out. He's in a great rush to finish the match early. He's in such form. And then he pulls the ball from Madanlal, which goes high in the sky and towards deep square leg. And Kapil Dev pulls off one of the greatest catches. And now it's of course an iconic catch. But, but the point that I'm trying to make is, and this is very important to understand about self-belief and the leadership, how it can accommodate, how it can manipulate, how it can plot out a path in the in the middle. And this is all happening like within minutes. It's not like some great strategy taking place over weeks and weeks. Madanlal, who's the bowler who's been getting hammered, goes to his captain. Captain goes to Madanlal, says, Madhipa, that's what Madhipa means, elder brother. Madanlal, my brother, I think, you know, we'll rest you for a few hours and then we'll bring you back. What else can you tell your bowler? And Madanlal says, Nay, Kapil. You know, Kapil is junior to him, so he addresses him by his first name and says, Nay, Kapil, give me one more over. You know, and Kapil says, but, you know, he's just been, been leaking runs. So this match is just slipping out of our hands completely. He says, give me an over. One thing which I'm sensing is that he's He's been so good with Richards right now, till till now, that he could be a little over-ambitious, could be a little, just a little too cocky. Therefore, if you're over-ambitious and you're a little cocky, you might end up making a mistake or he might end up making a mistake. And as it transpires, Kapil Dev buys into that argument and that logic. And he says, okay, one more over. Madhulal comes and bowls that short pitch delivery, which, you know, has Viv Richards ruling. He's actually not as short as he thought. And this is where the crux is, that Viv Richards, the best batsman in the world, on the rampage, makes that blunder in judging the length, just that wee bit. I mean, he's such a great puller and hooker and slightly short, but not short enough. These are all nuances and, you know, percentages in which, on which sport rests, any sport. So he pulls the ball, ball goes in the air and does not clear Kapil Dev. So Kapil Dev running out clear the field. Otherwise, normally that should have gone for the six. But because it is it is bounced a little extra, it's not as short as he thought. He just miscues it just that wee bit. And the ball goes up in the air and Kapil Dev runs back 20 yards to take that catch. That's the end of Viv, Viv Richards. And India found an opening. They prized open the West Indies batting. And after that, it starts following. Of course, there's a little element of luck that Clive Lloyd, who's the captain of the team and another devastating batsman, 
pulls a muscle, a thigh muscle. And therefore, he's obviously not in comfort. He can't run. He can't even lean into his shots. You know, the balance while you're playing is a little affected. So he holds out. And when I say he holds out, he plays again a poor shot. And he's dismissed. So two big guns fall fairly quickly to each other. That kind of, it just turns the tempo in India's favor, so to speak. Still a long way to go because the India's target was very modest. They made only 183. But getting Gordon Greenwich, Balvinder Singh Sandhu, a gem of a delivery, crucially getting Viv Richards when he's in, in full flow and then getting Clive Lloyd very early after Viv Richards brings India back into the match. And after that, it becomes a, a, a big tussle and India go on to win that tussle by just pegging away, believing in themselves, then they can win this match. Okay, so with those wickets, would that have affected the morale of the West Indies team? Like, did their performance significantly dip or did some of them try to make it up or was it just a lost cause? No, no, no. I think they fought till the bitter end. Yes, of course it affected their performance because they have three main batsmen getting out. Look, West Indies at the innings changeover after India was old out for 183 would have believed and would have thought as everybody thought, including me sitting in the press box, that this is now a done deal. West Indies is winning the title for the third time because target was so small. And what could save India? You know, India's bowling attack didn't have that same... What did the Indian team feel like when they finished the innings like that? Were they worried? No, I mean, no, no. They were in the dressing room. I mean, I was in the press box. But what emerged later is when, when they obviously spoke to the media and that they said, look, we've got 183 on the board. Whatever runs we've got, we've got them on the board. West Indies have to make those runs. They have to get them. So, obviously, the pressure will be on the West Indies. And... The other way of looking at it is, look, we were, a, we were an unfancy team. We've reached the final. What do I really have to lose? Let's give it our best shot. West Indies have more to lose. They are the defending champions. The pressure is on them. They are a great team. The psychological pressure got kind of inverted, so to speak. Instead of being on in the Indian bowling attack, it was greater on the West Indies batting. Of course, the West Indies were showing undue urgency to finish the match because they thought, let's wrap it up quickly and finish it. And that's where somebody like Viv Richards paid the price for being overambitious. And then, Gordon Grange falling early, then Viv Richards, then Clive Lloyd, Desmond Haynes, Larry Gomes, wickets kept falling, tumbling. And then it becomes, when, when things like this happen, the pattern of play goes completely against expectations. The pressure on the team batting becomes bigger and bigger and bigger with every passing over. So, West Indies fought till the end. But their lower order and their tail, when I say tail, the last, you know, bowlers who were coming to bat last, got exposed. And by that time, India were, you know, sensing an upset themselves. You, you start feeling it in your veins that, you know, we pull this off. And they became very good in the field. They started bowling better. They started feeling better, as would you would imagine. So, low scoring match, but a terrific contest. And finally, India, of course, going on to great history. Okay, so uh, last question. So just for historical note, after we won that match, what was the feeling like? Like after that last LBW, what was the feeling like in the stadium? What was the vibe? Well, I was at, at Lord, so I can tell you that the Indians, the Indian supporters at the ground, they were thronging the ground, uh, were delirious. They went completely nuts, if I might put it that way. And the West Indian supporters were nuts right through till the end except the last hour or so because they thought that this is a match they would win. They went completely sullen and silent because uh, it, it was an unbelievable 
experience for them to see their great team being being beaten by an Indian team, which actually, you know, nobody reckoned would even be in the final. Forget about winning it. So, very contrasting modes of the respective supporters. Now, but I, I was there at the tent, the Prudential tent. Prudential were the, the sponsors, and they had a Shamiana tent after the match, where you, you know, the players, people of the media went for a glass of champagne post match, and very few West Indians turned up. They were obviously completely distraught, having lost a match and lost the final, which they were expected to kind of within a canter. I can remember a couple of players there. I think Desmond Haynes and Michael Holding are the two players I remember. I think he has maybe even Clive Lloyd turned up. But I can't remember many of the others being there. Of course, Kapil Dev was in his elements. I think he had maybe, he was a teetotaler then, but I think he, that day he knocked back a couple of glasses of champagne and all the Haryanvi in him came out. I mean, it was great fun. And the kind of impact it had on back home in India, I mean, obviously the country went completely ballistic. So, I mean, the celebration went on for quite a number of days. In fact, if I might tell you that, they still go on. 40 years was recently celebrated of the triumph in India. That has been the impact. But it changed the profile of Indian cricket. The mindset of not just cricket in India, but the mindset of young India or emerging India. That, you know, things are possible. We can do it. I think that's the biggest message for the national psyche, which came from that win. Join us next week when we talk about the 2003 Cricket World Cup and the nail-biting match India played against one of our biggest rivals, Pakistan. This was the Front Foot Podcast with Ayaz Mib. Do stay connected with more of our coverage at The Core. You can check out our website www.thecore.in That is www.thecore.in or follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. If you like the podcast, do share it with friends and family and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Have a good weekend and we'll be back next week.